Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Follow writer and performer Lucy Pohl as she travels from Germany to New York and back, and back again, in her solo show, Hi Hitler, currently running at the Cherry Lane Theater. Unique title, right? You're about to hear why. I sat down with Lucy and director Kenneth Ferrone after a recent performance. Take a listen. All right, so I do like to start with everyone's name on the mic, so I would like to have you tell me who you are and what you did on this here show. This is where you, while you're getting, like I said, don't do NPR. There's no NPR. This okay. is not a formal interview. What? This is, Lucy we're chilling, we're hanging. You can, you can eat the rest of your banana and everything. It's so done. welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much. I'm Lucy Pohl. And I wrote the show, and I perform it, and I think I'm also one of the producers, probably. And uh, I'm going to make you say the name of the show. Me. The show's called Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. I thought about making a producer's <laughs> joke because of the Hitler slash producers thing. I'm sure you're sick of hearing those jokes, though. I'm sure you've gotten all the Mel Brooks jokes. No. Really? I never get sick of hearing jokes. I am an original punster. And we also have with us the director of the show. And I'm Kenneth Farone, director of Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. <laughs> so the best director in the whole entire <laughs> universe. Oh, oh shucks. This, this is what we like. We do like when we start off the podcast with a little bit of collaborative Nothing love. but love. That's how it should and be. And mooncakes or whatever yeah. this is. And yeah, those, that looks delicious. <laughs> Elements. So we're talking, okay, so the show, we're at the Cherry Lane, solo show. Um, oh and it's God. called High Hitler, which doesn't quite tell you exactly what the show is. So how do you want to describe, like, how would y'all tell your friends, come see High Hitler? And yet it tells you everything. It, it kind of does get at it, but really, like, we're definitely not talking World War II here. So, like, what's the, what's the scene uh, outside of the Third Reich here? Uh-huh. Um, go ahead. First, we have to take you way back to David Lucy's Hasselhoff. childhood. <laughs> It all began in a small... <laughs> actually, I'm not joking. It actually is based on true Lucy's story, which is sort of what the whole show is built on and based on. But mm -hmm. um, I'll let Lucy actually tell the specific... It's, uh, it's an autobiographical solo comedy. And it's, um, it's a fish-out-of-water story. And it's about finding your identity and it's about trying to fit in. I, I moved around a lot as a kid. The High Hitler title is a joke. Obviously, when I was a little kid, I thought that people were saying Hi Hitler because I grew up in <laughs> a sort of intellectual household. And in, in Europe, it's pretty common for post-war kids. My parents' generation was the post-war generation to be talking about the war a lot. And Hitler, my mom's Jewish, my dad's German. and that and, and uh, my dad's a writer and he writes very political or used to at least write more political plays than he does now so when I was growing up that was always like um, a subject of discussion and arguments and so the name came up a lot and I always thought it was hi Hitler which is obviously <laughs> a joke I also was like completely fascinated by him I doodle him all the time and I'd I wanted to and you get to see that in the show y'all you got to come just for that we do you do um and uh, I wanted to be Hitler for like Halloween when I was like five in kindergarten. And so that's like the funny bit, the funny part Look, of you it. you do. You know. Yeah. But then the title also I, I, has. I get it. I have terrible stories about me from the youth that I could like, maybe yeah. not quite the, the level of Hitler, but that also wasn't <laughs> my community that yeah. had this influencing it. So, totally. I mean, it's, it's so interesting to get all this like 
totally personal yeah. biographical stuff going on here. Well, the title also has another resonance, though, which is that Hitler and the Second World War displaced both sides of my parents' families. Obviously, as a Jew, that's, you know, um, you don't have to explain that. And then for the German side of my family as well, though, they, they were displaced. They were refugees and from East Prussia. And so that has a deeper resonance um in you know the fact that this not knowing where you belong which is a subject i deal mm -hmm. with in this show is like deeply ingrained in my family history so it's also kind of like hi hitler hi hello i'm you know not letting you i'm get still us here down. exactly yeah. so what um that seems to lead into my next question you sort of started to answer it but i'd love to kind of go deeper into it um i'm always interested in why we do shows like why I mean, we work in the independent theater. We're doing this. Uh, we put in so much work, and you are like alone on stage for seventy minutes, telling us these very personal stories. Why? Why do you feel that need to to tell this particular story in this particular way? Why did High Hitler come to be, and why did it need to come to be for Lucy Paul? I don't know. I think that's hard to answer yourself. I think that's something that other people like can analyze. Make your director do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I can't really answer why, except that this is what I um, it you know came out of me. So um, was there a kick that made you like start that then, or start down this road? Yeah, I'm, I mean, for sure I had this like existential moment of waiting tables and standing in a restaurant with tomato sauce in my <laughs> shoes and like uh, people, you know, oh, yelling you too? at really? me. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> and I was kind of like, okay, I got to change something. And then I just started writing without thinking about an end product at all. I just started trying to write something and then it just kind of came together. That's why it's hard to answer. It wasn't like a conscious... Uh, process of me saying I want to do a solo show and I want to be on stage for something. And that's minutes. so great about it. What I, what you know what I was really attracted to, and you know when when Lucy and the team first approached me to come on, and I was so thrilled to listen to this story because it is one that is so unique and specific. And Lucy's story and her upbringing in Germany and moving to the United States and back to Germany and and that idea, almost a quest of sorts to fit in has is so unique and so specific and this show is made up of such interesting like anecdotes that are funny and poignant but they're human and there's an overreaching element to not just lucy's story but also her family's story that i think resonates with a wide audience and as we touched on it are those elements of of identity and acceptance and whether you're you know a large religious or ethnic group looking for you know a minority or looking for acceptance or where you fit in or and how and also how to preserve your own identity whether it be cultural or religious or whatever um, I think that resonates but I think also on the smaller levels you know she talks about going to you know her high school classes and trying to fit in on the playground and that sets some that's something that even on the most basic of, or, and the kid bullying you on the school right, bus right. on it's the very primal basic level you can't say that that doesn't resonate with everyone in some way and i think all those little anecdotal moments throughout the show people are able to connect with and follow you know lucy sort of 
on this journey. It's one of those weird things where like, yeah, we, we always talk about how the specificity really helps to get mm -hmm. it the more specific you get it's almost like the more universal you get because we all have those moments yeah. so talk to me a little bit more about like what the journey was to get this thing to the cherry lane it's this is not the first time that the show's been produced correct and you've also been in one of the uh larger festivals uh of the world i understand with the show <laughs> so like just talk yeah. to me a little bit about like the journey of the show because yeah. we're in the um what to me is one of the really great uh independent theater houses in totally. the city it's amazing what's your journey like to get here yeah for sure. So um, I started writing the show about three and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, in a workshop with this guy called Matt Hoverman, who's now become this like solo show guru. Oh, cool. He's pretty awesome. But I started writing it there and I wanted to not write an autobiographical solo show at all. And I, I was like, oh, cringe. Ooh, oh, my God. I don't want to do that. No way. You have like and, Nick Cage's voice from adaptation <laughs> going in your head. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Also, like in in Germany, in German theater, that's not something that's done. Like oh, oversharing really? is not a, a German <laughs> thing at all. <laughs> um, and so Welcome that, to America. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so anyway, I started writing all this other stuff. And then sometimes he'd be like, oh, why don't you write a story about this experience in your life? And I'd do that and I'd bring it in. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read you guys this, but it's shit. And everybody was like, no, that's interesting. We love that. Oh, my God. They'd laugh and stuff. So I just kind of said, all right, I'll go with it. So I started writing it and I wrote about half an hour and I started applying to festivals for no good reason and I started getting in but you had to have an hour show for those festivals so I was like fuck I need to write uh, stuff now uh, Kenneth Kenneth <laughs> Kenneth now, is, that, is that where Kenneth got involved or? No, no, no 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 then I wrote an hour then I went away and I went to Edinburgh and I was totally green and I went there and it did really well all of a sudden and I got great reviews and all that good stuff happened and then I did it here in New York and I was nominated for an independent, no, what is it called? Innovative Theater Award. Mm -hmm. Oops. Um, and then I thought I was done with it. And then I started working with new people, like a new team of people. And they all said, oh, you should do this show again, but like properly. And then I started revisiting it and I changed a lot and that's where Kenneth came in. So what was your role like in that refining process, Kenneth? <laughs> I mean, it was twofold. The thing we should mention that we haven't really talked about, you know, there's so many ways these autobiographical one-person shows can take many forms and we see a lot of comedy shows now sort of evolving from stand-up onto stage. In this show, Lucy plays all of the characters. So it's not just Lucy narrating her story in a theatrical way to the audience. She is actually inhabiting all these different characters and different people that have come in and out of her life. So she plays 30 plus, 35 plus characters, would you say? Yeah, Probably yeah. even more at this think, point. Yeah, like Throughout the course of the show. Um, so there's an innately theatrical element to both the performance and to the storytelling yeah um and as a testament to that process and all the festivals and when she did it in edinburgh and so on and so forth it was lucy on a stage with a chair yeah and that's you know there couldn't be a better way to start that is theater it's lucy <laughs> inhabiting these characters Amen. both vocally and physically and and that's what i was blown away from by. You know, I think the first time I actually got to see it in person was Lucy literally performing it for me in her living room yeah. with me like <laughs> slumping on the couch. And it was incredible to see what she could 
bring to that. And so in terms of broadening it here for the Cherry Lane and really expanding it theatrically, it's like, okay, how do we support the storytelling that is already in place? These characters, this story, this journey. Um, but widen it. Now we're adding in scenic elements. We're adding in lighting. Um, one of the choices we made early on is that we didn't want to, you know, work in physical props because what's what's so great about the performance is that it's just Lucy and her body and and that's all you need and it's so convincing and so seamless that we as an audience follow that and we don't need all the other quote-unquote stuff but there's a lot of sound elements music that relates to the storytelling um, sound effects lighting shifts and they're all extensions of mood and tone and feeling. But it all starts with um, that story. Exactly. But it all goes back to that with the chair. So for me coming in, it really became about that. We spent some time working on just structure and story. And, and the benefit of having developed this was, you know, Lucy talked about starting out with a half-hour program. She had three hours worth of material. And, you know, the first script was great because it had all these additional stories that weren't in the show but was extra material to draw from also and related to it. Also, that I sent Kenneth by accident. How, how but it was actually a blessing in disguise. It was <laughs> kind of great. notes by accident that I had made all these like notes. Wow. And he was like, was everything you sent me in the script also in the video you sent? I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. He's like, really? Because that line about everybody needs to take a shit and everybody has a home, that's not in the... And I was like, oh my God, what? what? I sent you that? Oh no. How brutal was it to kill those darlings? Oh, I have no problem doing that ever at <laughs> all. Yeah, no. I had to convince her to put some back in. Yeah, like, no, that's no, 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 true. that's good. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, it's bad. Cut it. Cut it. It's cut. It's good. <laughs> kind less, of would joke. Less time like, that I'm out here, yeah. basically naked on stage. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like no, but he'd joke and he'd be like, well, should we ask the writer? Maybe you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but what Kenneth did, which was really great, was um, I mean, among other things, but one of the main things for me was that. He uh, really got me to um, bring every single moment alive and really like see it and live it. And um, I think that, you know, especially when you do a show so much and it's your own story, there's a, a danger of falling into like a kind of, okay, let's get through this, la 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 la, you know. Um, and we worked a lot on getting those moments and really having moments land and, and and I have a lot of energy. I'm like really high energy and so Kenneth was really amazing in telling me when I could, you know, take my time and when I could slow it down and having quieter moments in there was something that I was always really afraid of because because I am kind of a clown at heart. So I always want to go, oh look, over here, mm -hmm. here's a funny thing, you know. But there are touching moments in this and I I I don't previously I didn't really allow myself to go there and so we worked a lot on that as well yeah. and and we worked on the jokes a lot as uh, too <laughs> we had such a great time we just we, know, it actually was like a laughing blast. Yeah. so much yeah. and just coming up with shit and then going oh that's uh, that's one word there's one word too many we have to take <laughs> one word out that doesn't work how can we do it and you know we had a blast like sometimes I wish that people would laugh as much at some things that, that, we, that we just found like, funny. we were like died sometimes. But yeah, it was a great, we boot camped it really. We really worked yeah, in, yeah. extremely intensively for about 
two weeks we just did nothing yeah. else yeah and he doesn't you know, eat it was str- <laughs> she'd be like cracker and i'd be like wait is this part of the show oh no wait. oh you're asking me if i want a cracker okay um but uh, yeah and, and it was about finding those characters and really you know trusting the the moments to let them breathe and to take those pauses because because it's so jam-packed that I think when you do take those moments of stillness or those moments to let something resonate um, not just with the character but with the audience as well um, you know it it helps you find a rhythm to the entire show so we spend a lot of time with that and also you know what Lucy does so well is it's not just it's not just sort of playing the characters or performing the characters she literally just as any good actor does transforms completely into the characters and they're real it's about making them three-dimensional characters with true heart and thought and feeling and and all of that yes some of them are heightened and they have their gestures and they have their quirks but also that's reflective of real life and who these people were and it's what makes them so dynamic and so in doing that i think lucy really sort of grounds all of these characters in a way that they're totally believable which they should be because a lot of it's based you know on true you know individuals or characters or people she's encountered um and, and so it was just about finding those those moments and and you know sort of editing from there and then again being able to broaden the staging beyond just the chair while still being honest to that sort of very basic theatrical nature of it, Mm. which is just, it's Lucy on a stage. (laughs) Characters from Lucy Paul to Lucy Paul's family to, uh, what what did you say? Germanican, Germanican, Germanican uh, yeah. friends in New York to German friends to uh, <laughs> David Hasselhoff can all be seen on the stage at the Cherry Lane. Yes. Uh, y'all are running through when? July 30th, which is Sunday. Wow, it's, that's right. That's the end of this week. Yeah, that's the end of this week. And we have two shows on Saturday at 3 and at 8. And on Sunday, the show's at 2. And all the other shows are at 8. And they're all great. Tickets and more information <laughs> can be found at... HighHitlerShow.com. HighHitlerShow.com. <laughs> I wonder what list you got put on to get that address. Hasselhoff, right? hip-hop, and more. I mean, what <laughs> yeah, more exactly. could you ask for? <laughs> what it's, more? That needs to be your tagline. Hasselhoff, Hitler, and more. I think it's Hitler, It kind Hitler, of is. Hasselhoff, a pinch of Hitler, a cup of Hasselhoff, and a... Oh, shit. I fucked it up. I wrote that myself. <laughs> a dash of Hitler, a cup of Hasselhoff, and a punch of... Pinch of Hitler? I can't talk anymore. I'm She's sorry. also a killer marketing agent. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, is there nothing Lucy can't do? <laughs> this is why we hire other folks to do that for us. Thank you both so much for We're doing gonna this. We're going to keep Thank the Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy and Kenneth, for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch Hi, Hitler at the Cherry Lane Theater, 38 Commerce Street in Manhattan through July 30th, 2017. Head to HighHitlerShow.com for a link to tickets and more information. And once again, your friendly reminder from your friendly indie theater podcast that, as a member of the indie theater community, you really should be a member of the League of Independent Theater. Head to litny.org to sign up. Membership is free, and join us in fighting on behalf of our community on a whole host of issues, everything from arts funding to sustainability practices to who should be elected to public office. That address again 
L-I-T-N-Y dot O-R-G. And thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Excellent work. Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Crazy. Thank you so much. That was great. You are great. I'm so sorry to not to like get in the way of your cracker eating. You want one?